Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. And a great big welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Let's see if we can't answer a few callers' questions about projects they're trying to tackle around their house, home, castle, or cabin. Wherever you are listening to us, you can call the toll-free number, one 767 My wife, Sweet Jennifer, will pick the call up, get your name, your question, and we'll get your question answered just as quick as we can. Two other quick ways you can reach us. Text us at 411-923. I got the whole system open here. Okay. Or info at rosieonthehouse.com. So you can reach us. If you got a question, we got an answer. Very good. Uh, those three avenues of inquiries are now open for the next hour as we address Arizona homeowner issues. Now, last week was kind of a peculiar show for Rosie on the House. In almost 33 years of broadcasting, we've only been preempted on two occasions. And one of those occasions was last week uh, as the election results were getting pronounced. Um, The stations cut away to national coverage to track uh, the results as they were coming in and certain states were being called. So a big part of our show wasn't aired. But apparently there were a lot of you listening because we had our friends from Hassar on uh, Home Appliance Service Sales and Repair, Rosie Certified Appliance Repair uh, Operation out of the Phoenix metro area. And we had a conversation about dishwashers and we had a conversation about washing machines. And we were flooded with questions this week from people that were left hanging. They didn't get to hear the rest of the information. So we've got Diane. Uh, She says, I don't use the heat dry on my dishwasher because I always run the machine at night. The dishes are dry by morning. Is there anything wrong with that? As I see it, it saves electricity costs. And I want to know, am I doing anything wrong? Well, Miss Diane, you're not doing anything wrong. You run the dishwasher. That uh, super heat dry cycle that most of the manufacturers are installing allow you to open the dishwasher and not have hot ponding water on the bottom ends of your cups and in the sides of your bowls uh, and in the you know your spoon uh, app, uh, containers. So no, you're not doing anything wrong. Now another question we got is about that heat dry. Do I have to have the heat dry cycle? to fully sanitize my cooking ware, eating ware. The heat dry cycle doesn't sanitize anything, okay? There's only a couple ways you can truly sanitize your silverware, your plates, your cups, and your glasses. And that's 164 degree plus water temperature for an extended amount of time. When Jennifer and I want to sanitize, and I sanitize virtually right now, I'm sanitizing every wash cycle. Uh, It takes the wash cycle up from about two hours and 30 minutes to three hours and 15 minutes. So I, too, just hit run 
at the end of the evening as I'm getting ready to retire to the backside of the house. And in the morning, everything in that dishwasher is sanitized and dried. You've got to you've got to determine if your dishwasher contains that sanitizing cycle. It's got to have its own heater. It's got to be taking the water that's being delivered to the dishwasher and ramp it up to above 160 degrees. So we were asked last week on air, does it help if I run hot water in my sink to make sure it's hot water being delivered to the dishwasher? No, most dishwashers anymore have their own heater. That really won't save you anything. Now, the other biggest question we had was what kind of detergent do I use in the dishwasher? Jennifer, you've, you've, you've got some pretty strong feelings on that. What kind of soap to use? And, and we had questions on this citric powder. You know, do I use lemon shine or not? Yeah, so, um, you know, apparently powder takes a lot to dissolve. So that was not their recommendation. They like the liquid. Um, and also they like the pods. And um, do you have it open? Do you see what brand he said? I don't. Uh, I'll, I can look that up yeah. real quick. But um, he said it's it's just reasonable. You can get a great deal at Costco. I'm a little concerned about any kind of pod, though. With little, If you have little ones in the house, <laughs> they have to be kept up high or under a lock or something. They look too much like candy. Same with the laundry detergent. Um, so that's my opinion on that. Okay. And then the lemon shine, I love. I had found it a long time ago, and it's it's a form of citric acid. But I had someone Facebook me and said, hey, I, bu- I buy that in bulk. You don't need to pay for lemon shine. But Anthony let us know that there are different grades, and some are too powerful. And if you have nice dishes that have a shine on them, the natural citric acid that you can buy in bulk will actually etch that over time and dull them. So you need to be careful. Yeah, so I love lemon shine. I've used it for years. It's not very expensive. You just put a little bit, like a half a teaspoon yeah. even in. That was one of the biggest lessons we learned from having Hassar in last week was that people are using too much soap in their dishwasher and in their clothes washing machine. You know, another question we got is how often should I replace the braided stainless steel supply tubing that supplies my dishwasher? And most manufacturers will tell you when you buy those packages it's guaranteed for either five or ten years depending if you buy one with a plastic nut on it or a brass nut on it and I would tell you if you're spending the money to replace the supply flex lines to your toilets to your sinks to your dishwasher and you're upgrading to a braided stainless steel one it's insane to pay that money and have a plastic nut on the end of it anchoring it to the plumbing fixture. Go ahead and spend the extra little bit to make sure it's not only braided stainless steel supply, but it's a brass nut on both ends. And you probably ought to plan on replacing those about every five to 10 years. So lots of questions. We've got uh, a a couple callers on on the hole right now, babe. Let's go ahead and take, uh, let's take Miss Anita in Mason. We'll get back to this as time allows. Miss Anita. Miss Anita, are you there? Miss Anita's. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. That'll be uh, 79.50. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Did we catch you at work, Anita? (laughs) No, my husband was talking to me. All right. Well, what's your question? And I was listening on the other line about your advice about the dishwasher and stuff like that. Okay, all right. So anyway, our water heater went off today, um, and we're, we need to replace it, and we need your advice as to 
what kind to uh, put in and what's best. We had one previous before this one, and it was excellent. But this one, it seems like you had pe- two people shower, and then the water, hot water was gone, and it was a 50-gallon one. That's that interesting. That we put in eight years ago. I, I would have guessed 50 would be about the right size, a 50 or an 80-gallon, uh, and it's an electric? Yes. Or, okay, so you don't have gas at the house. I, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, before I replaced it with a traditional tank heater, uh, Anita, I would certainly explore going to a tankless. Um, we didn't generally recommend tankless in the electric uh, variety, uh, but they've made some big, serious upgrades in the last five or six years. Do you happen to have a water softener on your home? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then, then I would tell you to strongly consider going tankless if you've already got the water softener installed before you reinvest in a standing tank system traditional explore the tankless it'll cost you a little bit more money uh, to get it installed but if you've got the room you can uh, accommodate it it's going to gain you a little floor space it's going to eliminate storing hot water until you need it it's going to give you instant demand uh, with six people in the house uh you won't have any trouble at all. Uh, consider that. Take a look at the plumbers servicing the uh, uh, East Valley that are on our website, rosellnouse.com, and take a look at Tankless would be my biggest recommendation for you. All right. We're going to quick. Can we sneak in miles real quick here? Someone trying to sell them. Illuminated, permeated with whole what 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 are they selling you, Miles? They're they're trying to it's an insulation product that said it was developed by NASA uh, to add insulation to my to my existing insulation. It, it, it's a blanket that goes over the top of it. Uh, and, you know, there's a demonstration uh-huh. they, they give me with the with the uh, heat lamps. Yeah, and measured measured the heat transfer through it. I'm I'm guessing. Curious about Yeah, I'm guessing what they're trying they're marketing to you is some kind of radiant barrier sheet. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Miles, there's an application for radiant barriers that's really really good, but I'll bet you dimes to donuts it's not your house. Um, I'm going to put you on hold because we're going to have to take a little break here. But I'm going to want to bring you back into the conversation and find out more about your house. I'm not a fan of radiant barriers. Um, they came out initially as little aluminum flakes that you would sprinkle on top of your insulation up in your attic. And it depended on the reflectivity of the aluminum to, uh, to keep working. And I guess the first question I got to ask is how often do you go up in your attic and dust off the aluminum sheet or the aluminum uh, flakes that they're putting up there. And as soon as the dust in your attic settles on top of this reflective product, the efficiency of that product goes down exponentially. That's, that's one of my biggest complaints about Radiant Barrier and the fact that it's sold to solve everything. So I'm not a fan. But I want to find out more about your house specifically before I misguide you. I want to find out what are we trying to accomplish? You're obviously shopping 
for a solution to something. I want to find out what it is you're trying to solve, and then I'm going to guide you accordingly. And when we get back, one of the other follow-ups I've got from last week is Lisa from Tempe lives uh, half a mile from the 101 in a home that is experiencing a lot of noise. The home is 26 years old. So what can I recommend to Lisa to help solve the noise, the traffic noise at her home, 26-year-old home? And she's a half mile away from the 101. So I've got some great ideas for Lisa. I'll be covering that when we get back as well. So Lisa and Miles will be taking y'all. All right. We're back at my house, Rosie on the house. Let's bring Miles back into the conversation, who had a question about the effectiveness of a radiant barrier sheet that someone's proposing he install in his attic. Miles, welcome back to my house. Thank you. Okay. Now, tell me what drove you to make an inquiry about this particular product. Are you experiencing a dilemma in your current home? I, I wasn't driven to to, <laughs> to inquiry. They they came to me basically okay. trying to sell sell me this. Uh, I was really kind of curious about it. And I wanted to get your opinion. Basically, I was, Miles, I was, where where do you live, generally speaking? And surprise. Okay, and surprise. How big is your home? Uh, just under two thousand square foot. Okay, are you a year round resident? Yes, we are. Is it an all electric home? Uh, no, uh, I have uh, gas heat and uh, uh, electric air, AC. And being a year-round resident, what temperature do you keep the thermostat at in the middle of the summer? Where it seemed to be pretty comfortable with about eighty degrees. Okay, your summer bills aren't over two hundred and forty or two hundred fifty bucks, are they? Well, we recently installed uh, uh, solar, so. Uh, no, they're not yeah. up that far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, no. Spending money installing a radiant barrier at your house would be the biggest waste of money on planet Earth. <laughs> okay. Say, say, save your money. Uh, you're you're doing perfectly well. Not you you with the solar installed. There's probably very little you can do other than possibly spend ninety nine dollars for a whole house energy audit. But if your attic is mm-hmm. at an R thirty insulation. Only 10% of your air conditioning bill is attributed to the attic temperature. People grossly overestimate what the attic heat does to their bill. It does very, very little. Make sure your windows are shaded. Make sure your weather stripping on your doors and windows is secure and you're in good shape. Miles, save your money, buddy. Okay. And that company has probably approached all of your neighbors do your neighbors a favor and tell them the same thing save your money gotcha all right all right, my, all right thank my you friend. so much i appreciate your time all, all right, right miles we appreciate the question now let's go back to lisa who uh sent us an email she says uh we got a lot of traffic noise coming into our home from the 101 freeway some of it's coming through the large attic ventilation space on one side of the house and she gave me her address so I was actually able to Google Earth her and actually see the home. And uh, she has huge attic ventilation gable end vents on her house. 
But I'm going to tell you, Lisa, that's probably not where most of the noise is coming in. You need to take a look at your windows, particularly with them being 26 years old, if you've never replaced or upgraded them. She talks about the noise being so bad that the morning rush hour is waking everyone up at 4.30. Please let us know if you can help. Well, I'd be happy to come out and and do a, a full analysis, but I can tell you the first thing you ought to do is go to magnetite.com, M-A-G-N-E-T-I-T-E.com. These are plexiglass storm windows that install the inside of your window and they reduce noise by up to 70%. And you can make a measurement and order them on the website, have it delivered to your home and install it yourself. Just order one, just order one. It's going to be a couple hundred bucks at the most. Just order one and install it and see if that room instantly instantly becomes much more quiet and allows you to sleep through that morning rush hour. So don't spend thousands of dollars chasing a problem you don't have if we can solve this problem for just a few hundred. Magnetite.com. It's a product out of Houston, Texas. We've used it in many instances when we're trying to quiet a house down. As a matter of fact, our, our, our broadcast studio that we use at home is next to a fairly busy street. And you get the street sweepers or the city trash trucks driving down the road, you've actually got to stop the recording while that goes by. Well, we installed these in that studio room, and the problem was solved. So take a look at it, magnetite.com, M-A-G-N-E-T-I-T-E.com. And if you don't believe me, like I say, just order one, get it delivered, install it, and see if that doesn't solve the problem. And I know I'm going to be getting a big thank you letter from Lisa in about 30 days. When she orders it, gets it inside. If you need help installing it, give me a call. We'll, we'll send out one of our handymen. It'll take 10 minutes to install. So there you go. When we get back, we've got Steve in Old Town. Wants to talk about... Uh, some extra cold weather in winter, and then I've got some follow-up to do with why do septic systems only fail during the holidays? You want a new car, huh? You know you do, but you got no time or desire to visit a dealership? America's most awarded Ford dealership is right here in Glendale. It's Sanderson Ford. They'll deliver the car of your choice, the truck of your choice, or the SUV of your choice to your home or your office. You shop from home, you buy from home. Sanderson will deliver. It's convenient, it's simple, and it's transparent. Go to SandersonFord.com. Select your vehicle from the biggest selection of new Fords in the entire state. And wham! Your vehicle is delivered to your door. Now you can choose cash, you can lease, or you can finance and get the very best price every time. Create the deal that's right for you and see your monthly payment. You got a trade-in? Get a fair price from a trusted source. When you're ready to check out, add your personal information and get a real-time credit decision right there. See multiple offers and choose the one that's right for you. You can also review and select recommended service and protection plans 
all online. Buy from home, Sanderson Ford delivers. A dealership you can trust for 65 years. There you go. We're talking about all kinds of issues. Let's see if we can bring Steve into the conversation. He has joined the conversation by dialing one 767 4348. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Rosie. I'm a long time listener and a first time caller, but here's my situation. Okay. Over the winter, the water that comes into my house through the, the, the water heater and stuff like that is perfectly cold when it should be cold. Okay. It's perfectly hot when it should be hot in the summertime. It's perfectly hot when it should be hot and it's lukewarm to hot the rest of the time. And I can't figure out what the problem is. Where are you, Steve? I'm in Old Town, Scottsdale, uh, Rosie. I share his problem Uh because I'm Uh in the same area. Old Town, Scottsdale tells me it's a home built in the 60s, 70s maybe. Is it? Yes, it is. Yep, 1959. Okay, all right. Uh, It's masonry. Correct. Uh Um, And there's a chance it's been replumbed. It has been, yes. Uh, boy, see, I, I'm a mind reader. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, Steve. What we got to take a look at is when it was replumbed. Was it replumbed with packs or was it replumbed with copper? It was copper. Okay. We can we can probably solve the majority of your problem with a little bit of insulation. Uh, if you would just get a hold of one of the Rosie certified plumbers servicing the Scottsdale area, Walker Plumbing, Stampede Plumbing, Isley's. Uh, have them come out and take a look at it and see what they would what what the, what they would do once we've replumbed it. See, when we built those homes, Steve, we used to run all the copper line or the galvanized back in the fifties uh, underneath the slab, and you've got the insulation of of Mother Earth protecting the temperature of that water. But once we've replumbed it, we've got probably some exposed lines up in your attic where I tell people all the time, I've mentioned it four or five times just today, that the heat in your attic doesn't hurt your air conditioning bill. But it does preheat all your water, and it does deliver hot water all summer long. You can never even run the cold water tap long enough to get it to cool off. But there's ways to avoid that. There's ways to beat it. Steve, you've got probably one of the uh, finest homes. Uh, Gary lives in your neighborhood. I wish I owned 100 homes in that neighborhood. Masonry, 50s, 60s, uh, Continental Home, Suggs Home, uh, all great, great bones that last forever. This little dilemma can be solved, Steve. We appreciate you calling. A plumbing question that uh, we answered last week, uh, but like I say, we got preempted with election results, uh, was why hey, can do I, I can only I have septic problems here? during the holidays? <laughs> can I insert something? I'm, Before I'm, we go to septic problems? Yes, because I gave out some <laughs> advice apparently I made up. And I, I just want everybody to run out to the store and make a mistake before I correct it. Okay. So last week we had Honest Appliance, Hassar, which is Honest Appliance, Service, Sales, sales and, and Repair. repair. Yeah. Like a jingle and, says. Yeah. And uh, so we were asked, we were talking dishwashers. We were. Got and a lot of feedback on that. Yes, we did. And so I, I'm just going to give out the correct ad, advice. Okay. So for a dishwasher, they do recommend the powder. And they like the finish all-in-one tablet. It's a little rock of powder. 
and um, they come in little capsules like yeah. you give at Costco. Okay. So and then and then to use Lemashine in addition. addition, they don't like the liquid for the dishwasher because it's, it's dish soap, not it, liquid dish soap in the dishwasher. Di- well, the liquid dishwasher soap, yep. uh, okay, powder or whatever. So. <laughs> Stop it. Liquid powder? You know. (laughs) So like I said, we're going to stick with what's good. And it's the finished all-in-one product. Okay. Um, You can get it at Costco, and it is the powder. And the Limashine. And the Limashine, which we like because the citric acid, pure citric acid, can actually etch your dishes and take shine off. But the Limashine has been, you know, dialed down to it, treats your dishes really well, and we just love it. And and people need to – now, with the finished soap capsules – you're limited. You can't cut them in half and put them in there. But if you're lose, using loose powder or you're adding the lemon shine, it takes so much less than you think it does. So cut down on your soap. And if you use those little pods, put them up high or put them in a lock cabinet. They're just too dangerous to kids. They look too yummy. Okay. There you go. And I, it, I've it, got a little trick. Okay. And, here and it is. I here it this, comes. I did this off the top of my head, but it has to do with lemon shine. I was in the store. I couldn't find anything. I got a small pack of lemon Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid has citric acid in it. I put it in the washing machine. I said, it can't hurt anything. And doggone it if it didn't work. And it smelled great, too, okay. once I was done. So just a little trick. Kool-Aid lemonade. There you go. You're only going to get tips like this at Rosie on the House. Let's see if we can bring Carrie into the conversation who has a question about a particular water softener, water heater relationship. Good morning, Carrie. Hi, it's Terry. Terry, I'm sorry. Okay. Terry, that's okay. <laughs> I, I just had a couple of questions. Okay. We recently had a problem with a, a water heater. Um, it burst, the entire seam burst on the back. Okay. The water heater was maybe a year old. The wow. plumber that came out to repair it said, I mean, to replace it, said that those type of water heaters don't work well with uh, water softeners. We have a Connecticut water softener. Okay. So I was just wondering if you ever heard of that ever happening. It was I, a, I think it was called an A.O. Smith water heater with yeah. a glass liner. Yeah, that, that's actually a that's actually a good water heater, and you've got a great water treatment equipment as well in the Connecticut. Um, I'm going to look for another problem before I look to the water softening equipment as being the villain. Um, for it only to last, there's nothing a water softener can do in one year to ruin a water heater, uh, and if you're on the maintenance program where you're getting your water treatment equipment serviced once a year, they should be replacing the anode rod while they're there, draining the water heater, and you should get you should get 10 years plus out of a water heater. So I do know, Terry, that there are plumbers that feel absolutely convicted that water heat that water treatment equipment pre-ages water heaters. I have not found that to be the case if the unit is maintained. So I would take a look with the water softener already in place, Terry. I would consider a tankless system before I replaced a traditional tank. That's really the way of the future. Tankless is going to be where we're all uh, in the very near future. So I hope that helps. Uh, like I say, I, 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 I know plumbers that I respect, and they're death on water softeners. They, they think they pre-age water heaters, and I haven't found that to be the case. As long as you're regularly draining, uh, 
the tank and replacing the anode rod. It's going to be fine. You're going to get great water in your home, and you're going to get extended life of all your appliances. All right. So we're talking about septic systems, another plumbing issue. It was our, it's been our, one of our most asked questions leading up to holiday season. Why does my septic system only back up or have a problem when I've got relatives in the house visiting for the holidays? Well, I'll tell you. The number one reason is because people put things down the toilet that should never go down the toilet. And you should never put a Kleenex in the toilet. You should never put a, a, a piece of of a paper towel down the toilet. You should never put a moist wipe down the toilet. All right? The way a septic system works, and there's thousands, tens of thousands of homes through Arizona on septic systems, is everything you flush down the toilet goes into a steel concrete vault. Okay? And that vault has an exit port and an entrance port. And all the solids sink to the bottom of this tank and all the liquids drain out the top of the opposite side of the tank and it goes into a leach field or a leach pit. The more things you put in that tank that won't dissolve or won't disintegrate or aren't biodegradable, the more problems you're creating for yourself. And even if you're on the city sewer, I will tell you that Kleenex, Moist wipes, moist wipes, and Q-tips are the three biggest villains. And when your guests show up, they start sending things down the toilet that just shouldn't go. Now, I know a lot of you out there are saying, Rosie, you're, you've lost it. You're off your rocker. Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take the moist wipes you have on the back of the toilet tank. And I want you to take a paper towel. And I want you to take a Kleenex. And I want you to take a little bit of toilet paper. And I want you to take all three and put one out on the kitchen counter. And take two tablespoons of water and put it on top of each one of those. On top of the moist wipe, on top of the paper towel, on top of the Kleenex, and then on top of the toilet paper. Wait 30 seconds and try and pick any of them up. They will all pick up. Paper towels brag about how much water they can hold. Except the toilet paper. The toilet paper will self-disintegrate. That's, it's made to do that. So, if you want to eliminate problems in your sewer system, don't send anything down it that wasn't designed to go down it. And Kleenex is a big villain. Paper towels are horrible. And moist wipes, even if they say flushable, can cause big problems. And if you do have a septic system, consider treating the system once a month with a bacteria enhancement product. We use a product called BioClean, and we've been very happy with it. And our house is 30 years old. Well, we've been in it 30 years. The house is 60 years old. Uh, and BioClean has served us well uh, in, a, in, a, in a house with six kids that have had some very, very busy, busy bathrooms. And uh, I, I can tell you the BioClean product has served us well. So hopefully that helps because there's nothing more embarrassing than just as you're getting ready to take the turkey out of the oven, 
Someone runs from the back end of the house and says, uh, the toilet's backed up and it's flowing all the way down the hall. Nothing more embarrassing than that. Save yourself the embarrassment and maybe even put a few simple instructions uh, on what does and doesn't go down. I got a text. Somebody wants to know, what do you do with the infant that flushes the stuffed baby rabbit down the toilet? Well, you, you just call the plumber because <laughs> it isn't going to go. You're not going to retrieve it and don't try and save it. Just call the plumber. So there was one of the most asked questions of Rosie on the House this past week. We got a lot more to cover in this last segment. Don't go anywhere. Or if you're going down to Tucson to try some of those barbecues or Cajun food restaurants, you got to check out Hotel McCoy, one of our staycation partners. Just a cool little uh, drive-through motel. You you check in in the drive-through. There's no elevators. There's no community halls. The rooms are sterilized and rested 24 hours between guests. It's beyond clean. It's really cool. And if you want a reason to go down there, get down to Wilcox because the Sand Hill Cranes have returned. They're there now, and the Arizona Game and Fish live camera is up and operating. You can actually see them. So, and and one, the one I love, the Wilcox Sulphur Springs Valley area. But the problem with Wilcox is they can't keep a good restaurant open. Well. That- Back- it breaks my heart. There's been some good ones, but yeah. they just can't stay open. Well, Hotel McCoy is known for vintage vibes, modern perks, and affordable rates. Great little place to stay. And they love Tucson. They won't steer you wrong. They serve all kinds of local refreshments and food. So fun little place to stop and stay. I have a winner this week for um, a Made in America flag and flag kit for um, ran a little promotion on Facebook. Matt Fritz Miller put in his brother's name, <laughs> Major Ed Miller of Queen Creek, who is now serving his third tour in Afghanistan. And uh, so he will be sent to American flag made in America, which really is what it's all about. It, it's the flag we carry on the e-commerce store at rosielnows.com. And that e-commerce store has just been updated. It's really great. You can order more than one thing. We've got a whole new format. Uh, it's easier, easier to search. Yeah. Miss Ginger at the office did a great job. So great place to shop for um, the holidays. And last but not least, our 2021 calendar is here. We have it. So if you haven't, if you've already signed up in the past, you don't need to worry. But if you don't have a calendar, send us uh, your Information at info at rosieonthehouse.com. I'll get one in the mail to you. Our first mailing goes out in December. And it's it's like a home maintenance calendar, and it actually tells you what topic we'll be covering each of the weeks in 2021. So if there's a particular topic that's of interest to you or becomes of interest to you during due to current events or something that you're trying to tackle around your house, home, castle, or cabin, you can mark yourself and bookmark it and set a reminder for yourself to make sure you don't miss that show. Now, if you ever do miss a show, we archive all of them at rosieonnows.com in our podcast. And at the end of every show, every Saturday, our engineer, Gary, actually titles each segment so you don't have to listen to all three hours. He posts the podcast and breaks it down into topics and segments. 
So if there's one thing we covered that you want to hear again or that you missed, you can just isolate right straight to that segment and get all the pertinent information, get yourself caught up to speed just that easy. The website is uh, an owner's manual for owning a home in Arizona. It's got uh, the questions were asked here on the show for the last 33 years and all the answers. So don't do anything without, don't touch your house without touching Rosie on the house first, like Miles in uh, Surprise, who was approached by uh, a gimmick to install at his house. There was, all I needed to ask him was three or four questions and absolutely could recommend without a shadow of a doubt for him not to spend money on that particular item. So that's what we're here for, to eliminate the mistakes you can make. Those of you know that I was in an accident a couple years ago and the the sheriff's department that showed up gave me a medal. It said, we save you from yourself for 40 years. Well, that's kind of what we do here at Rosie on the House too, is we save you from falling for all the gimmicks that are out there that you will never see a return on investment. You considering something? Give us a ring uh, during the show or send us an inquiry at rosieonthehouse.com and I'll let you know. I'll put my 50 years of Arizona home building and remodeling to work for you at your house for free. Now, where can you beat that? Y'all have a great week. Don't get wound up. Relax and just tune in next Saturday morning.